Welcome to Sweet Tea with Haley and Lindsay. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Haley. Well, there wasn't too much news this week, so I figured we would start off with a game and switch it up. Let's do it. Okay, so we both picked out five Real Housewives taglines. Yes. And we're going to switch off reading uh, the ones that we picked out, and the other one has to guess. Yep. So... I will kick us off. You ready? Ready. Okay. I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. Erica Jane. Nice. (laughs) Correct. I put Erica Girardi slash Jane. (laughs) And I was like, I'll accept both. Fair enough. So, good job. I don't think I could come up with Girardi, like, which is terrible. (laughs) I should, but I know her as Erica Jane. All right, my first one. My problems with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier. Oh, man. Ooh. I want to, like, say maybe Teresa, but I feel like it's, I, maybe it's Luann because she I'll give you a, a hint. Tabloid. You're on the wrong coast. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> my problem is, has got to be Beverly Hills then. Lisa Renna. Denise no? Richards. Oh my gosh. Which okay. I picked this one because it kind of surprised me that that was hers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. All mm-hmm. right. So you're, you're starting up. off. Starting you're off. You're up. Yep. Okay. All right. My next one. Life isn't all diamonds and rose, but it should be. LVP, baby. You know it. You know it. Your I knew you knew people. that one, but I threw it in there because you haven't read the book yet. I you haven't. And it, I was literally looking at it today on my shelf. It's yeah. on my list when I can find yeah. some time. Well, it's a good summer read. So yeah. Yeah. Read it. When we're at the beach. All right. There's nothing gray about my gardens. Sonia Morgan. Yep. Okay. Woo! Got that one. Clean. All right. So it's two to one. Okay. Why be so nasty and so rude when I can be so fierce and so successful? God, that sounds like a lot of them. Are you so fierce and so You want me successful? to read it again? Yeah. Why be so nasty and so rude when I can be so fierce and so successful? I'm feeling Jersey. No? No. Oh. I'll give you a hint. So... The person, the tagline comes from a line that this person said at a reunion. Yeah. I'm blanking on it. Is it Atlanta? Someone from Atlanta. Is it Nini? Yeah. Okay. Nini That was my, I'm like, a lot of lines, New Jersey and Atlanta sound, they can go hand in hand. They could go either way. They're all shady in the same way. (laughs) My next one. I'm an acquired taste. If you don't like me, acquire some taste. Ramona Singer. (laughs) Gosh, she's good. Okay. All right. So you're still up with one. Yep. Okay. Get the peanut ready because it's turtle time. (laughs) Ramona Singer. (laughs) Ramona Singer back to back. She does have some good She has some great ones. I mean. She's also just like, if you're going to go and say, find good taglines. Yeah. Hers are. You're going to get a Ramona one. Yeah. All right. My next one. I don't want to get old. Vicki Gumbelson. I only know that because when I was looking at mine, I saw that one. <laughs> I picked it because I'm like, it is so bad. It is like, so bad. And it's the first one she ever did. Yeah. And it was, I mean, they say they started Housewives, so like it potentially was the first one ever, so. So, little fun fact about 
uh, OC, yes, it, so it was the first Real Housewives. Yeah. But their taglines, they weren't like the taglines we know today. They just took sound bites from when, oh. like, them filming and used those. So taglines weren't a thing. Yeah, so until... taglines, like, became a mm. thing. So you're still up by one. One left. All right, you ready? Yep. When life gives you lemons, put nine in a bowl. Oh, Shannon Bedore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you got all five. Good uh, job. You did give me some easy ones. Yeah. They're like classic ones. They are pretty classic. All right. My last one. Whoever said blondes have more fun hasn't met me. Heather Dubrow. Yep. I also know that one because I saw it when I was looking <laughs> I picked. I picked that one because that is me. Yeah. Like, between us... You're the blonde, I'm the brunette. Which is... But I have fun. You do have fun. But it's funny because I would say of the two of us, who's more like Heather Dubrow? Oh, you for it's sure. It's probably me. For sure. But in that <laughs> tagline, that is all me. Yep. Well, that was fun. You won that our first fun. game. That shocks me. I didn't think I was going to get them. I but mean... you gave me easy ones. So. All right, Haley. So let's talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. I, the first thing about this episode in general, as I watched it, I was very surprised when it was over. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It, it seemed like nothing happened. I, it was always like I was waiting for it to get there, waiting mm-hmm. for it to get there. I was like, oh, something's about to go down. And then it ended. Let's just talk about, to me, the biggest thing that happened during this episode. And that was Jen, Jennifer Aiden telling Danielle about the rumor that yeah. she heard from is it lauren or laura, laura or something like whatever. that whatever yeah. we're gonna call her laura yeah but i mean said. i was i kind of knew that was coming because i had already like read about that rumor before or whatever that it was a thing during this season so i was like it's got to be that and danielle was kind of right she was like the fact that Teresa doesn't want to bring it up it's got to be something about melissa that's so interesting to me because I didn't take it that way, but I think that's very kind of Teresa. Well, I think in normal circumstances she would have already brought it up, but I think because of the wedding and she's trying to get Joe mm. potentially in a better spot, and this is like her way of like being a better person and trying <laughs> to get them in. Yeah, the olive branch. It's by being like, well, I'm not talking crap about your wife, so... But yes, when she said that, I was like, I cannot believe she actually told them that because now it's definitely going to be out there. Oh, yeah. And like you said, I heard, I guess when Jennifer told Danielle, like the rumor didn't stay under wraps. I heard of this rumor when filming ended. Right. And so it definitely got out to everybody. I'm just surprised Jennifer actually told Danielle. Well, and especially when she said, I went through something similar. Oh, but whatever. Let me tell you. You know, it was yeah. like, wow, you were actually kind of making yourself look good for a second. And now it's like, oh, why? And it wasn't about Margaret. Like, Melissa didn't do anything to hurt Jennifer. She didn't bring the rumor to the forefront. So. Right. And then Danielle... You know, she was all like, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know, tell me. And then as soon as she got told in her confessional, she's like, oh, I wish I had never heard. Girl. I know. You what did you think her it was? Tell- yeah, I it mean, obviously was not going to be good. Yeah, and it was obviously something about this group. Right. So, like, so, whatever. Yeah, I, did, I just didn't believe any of that. No. I'm reading 
a lot of interesting comments about Danielle, especially after this episode. People kind of saying she's Teresa's, I don't know, like minion. the new, yeah, minion. Pet, yeah. And she's kind of the new Jennifer Aiden, and mm. she's really, like, sucking up to Teresa. I don't think I've noticed her sucking up to Teresa necessarily, but I do I, think she's trying to come on and, like, present Queen Bee vibes. Yeah, I definitely don't see the, like, Teresa's minion thing. I mean, I see similarities in them, but, like, I don't see her being, like, doing Teresa's bidding or anything. Right. Um, if anything, like, I think she's actually reached out to kind of everybody. Like, she tried to, like, have a relationship with Rachel. That didn't go too well. She was doing the thing with Melissa now. Mm-hmm. So, like, she is kind of, like, trying to incorporate her. I just don't think she's meshing with anybody yet. Yeah. It's interesting you say the thing with Melissa. So, a couple things on that. Yeah. Switching topics. One, her top in that yeah, thing, the white with the bedazzles yeah. on it, I just thought it needed to be in an episode of Toddlers and Tiaras. <laughs> if it was a little bit longer, it would be a dress that they would wear to this Exactly. Yeah. It had the, like feathery thing at the bottom too which really for me is what i think it either needed to not have the bedazzling or not have the the feathers because i have seen like the feathery tops coming back in now with the trim feathered so like that's kind of in but like the bedazzle and the feathers was like too much too much also one other fashion in my opinion faux pas that also deserved to be on Toddlers and Tierras was, oh, what do you think I'm going to say? Teresa's white yes. outfit in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it was cute. Like, she was doing the whole bridal moment. But, like, no, it was not something that, like... It just was too much. I think exactly what you just said, it needed something taken off of it. Yeah. Because like, t- I was getting Marilyn Monroe vibes, but it had too much on it to... Yeah. Hey, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Take the sparkles off of it. Then she had some like ruffle accordion thing at the bottom. Yeah. I was like, take that out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like just make it tool in a white like top. Yeah. And it would have been cute. I think that would have worked yeah. better. Yeah. But for well, me, it was a miss. But it was a cute bridal moment for her. So, you know, good for her. Okay. So, going back to Danielle at Melissa's store. So, mm-hmm. there actually was a article put out i don't know i guess danielle said that so it was in you know how they do the interviews where they it's through bravo it's like behind the Uh confessional not confessional but like you know whatever yeah it's like the after show yes the after show so it was on that she in one of those she said oh she didn't even pay me for that for the outfit she got for me and she was like, and, you know, it's like, whatever. But she's probably going to sit here and say, like, I did you a favor. Like, I didn't think I needed to. Like, you had your stuff in my store. And, and Danielle was like, but all my friends came in and they spent, like, $1,000 in your store. So you did better. You came out better than I did. Like, da-da-da. But I was just like, now something else is coming. It's just like, there's never a nice thing that can happen between these. Like, oh, Melissa let you do a pop-up in her shop. All right, well, this also happened. It's like, mm-hmm. can it just be, oh, she let you do a pop-up in her shop? Like, What I don't understand is Danielle's clothing line, I think, is for children. Yeah. Okay, so I'm 
don't understand why Melissa would be taking an outfit anyway. So, in the same after show, Melissa said, um, you know, me being in the clothing business, me owning my own shop, me being successful now, you know, Danielle starting to get into this. I just, like, wanted to kind of, like, help guide her and, like, give her anything, any help or, like, advice I could. And, like, this was kind of one way to, like, let her come to the store and kind of see how it works and, like, let her have her little, you know, shop in the corner. Which I thought was sweet. Like, I mean, Melissa didn't just start doing this and it was a success. So, I mean, I think it being successful now, that's nice of her to, like, help her out. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think it's nice for her to help her out, too. Danielle's a new housewife on the show. She's trying yeah. to promote her business. Melissa gave her, one, screen time, honestly, yeah. to promote her business. And, two, a place in her store to yeah. promote her business. And it's supposedly even if melissa did take the outfit which i did i think she did she did she it, had like a it was like a sweatshirt or something like a sequin yeah. sweatshirt or something but like but, it was 25 dollars. well that was the other thing so and i think melissa did comment on that she was like i think i took an outfit but i don't even know like if i paid for it or not and this was like without her even knowing what danielle said and rachel was like oh no you told me you did but even if you didn't it was you said it was only 25 dollars it just seems very petty of danielle yeah. To even yeah, like on I mean, I don't know. I can understand if it was like a thousand dollars, maybe, but even then, I mean, I don't know. I was just surprised by it. It was also very funny because Melissa made the comment that when she got there, when Danielle got there, she had like you know her clothing rack with all the clothes and stuff and she had them on hangers and they were like these plastic walmart hangers and she was like so i made all my girls switch out the hangers to like our store hangers <laughs> i was like i mean if this doesn't tell you the difference in like where they're at then yeah. like i mean i think you learned at least that that you should probably have nicer hangers, nice hangers <laughs> yeah i mean with- it really is all about you know perception and and her line's called like something bougie yeah yeah i mean that means it should hang on yeah a a nice hanger yep agreed so okay the next topic yeah so i in this whole season i have kind of been like why is jen fessler on this show like she has like a little bit of moments where you're like oh like she's cool but she hasn't really done anything to me that like stands out or like I'm like, oh, I don't like her. Oh, yeah, I really like her. But this episode, and it still was little things, but I love her. I think she's so funny. I did not realize how much she's, like, done in her life. When they were in Ireland, they were on the bus going to the castle, and she was talking about how she was used to be a talent agent, and she hooked up with the guy that played Tony Soprano. James Gandolfini. Yes. And yes. was like, and she was like saying it. Like, she, she was. wasn't holding back. I was like, girl, yes. Like, this is the stuff we need. Like, Well, just because it makes her more like, I don't know, she just, to me before this, she she seemed like a uppity housewife. You know, just someone who like didn't really want to have fun and like, I don't know. I just didn't get a great vibe off of Maybe her. Maybe from one the was... scene, the tea party at her house. Yeah. And she was like, ladies, yes. you got to be quiet. Which, to be fair, is Which a is, reasonable yeah. reaction. I mean, not, but... right. But, like, these yeah. ladies aren't going to be quiet. And that's going to happen everywhere you go. Right. So, yeah, I was just like, not that I didn't like her. I was just like, is she a great fit for this show? Like, mm-hmm. is she only on here because she's Margaret's friend? 
And then also when she, when they were at dinner and she did that like rap, like spit the rap <laughs> yeah. about Jennifer Aiden and like threw shade on her. Was I it was Jennifer like, Aiden? Didn't she say something about, um. I thought it was Rachel Fuda's It was about both of them. Oh. So it was all, it was re- about, Jennifer. okay, Jackie did Jennifer. Okay. One of them. But, and then Jennifer was like, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Because she hates Jackie, but. Well, yeah. Anyways, it was about. Jennifer saying stuff about Rachel's nose. Oh. Because Jennifer was the one that brought that up originally. But anyways, she was throwing shade on both of them. But it was funny. funny. Like, it was funny funny shade. That was off the top of her head. Like, I was like, girl. Yeah, because Jackie wrote hers down. Jackie wrote hers down. Yeah. So I was like, we need more of this. Like, that's the light fun that you need on these housewife shows. Not the, like, going at each other the whole time we're together. I think she's... Definitely doing a good job in a friend role. Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting full-time housewife vibes from her. Yeah. But... I hope she stays. She's growing on me so far, so... Yeah. I like like her. I also think that, like, the fact that she is really, really close with Margaret, like, she does a really good job of being pretty neutral. Yes, she does. Like, when she needs to step in and be there for Margaret, she does. But, like, she... She pretty much has stayed neutral on everything and, like, still tried to be friends with all the girls that don't get along with Margaret. Yes. She's a good voice of reason. Yeah. And a fair one. Yes. It seems. Agreed. So, we see the scene of Jennifer Aiden when they're sitting having lunch and they're talking about the psychic and (laughs) Teresa kind of outs... (laughs) Jennifer so Aiden. To me. She's like, you talked to the psychic the night before. Yeah. And Jennifer's kind of like, oh gosh, you know. I guess so I'll admit to it. She's like, well, you know, I just talk and well, who knows what I said. And then everybody's like, so you did. You <laughs> literally told her. You tainted the, the witness. Oh, <laughs> Margaret is like, you can't talk to the jury the night before yeah. at the trial. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Margaret. She's so got funny. some one-liners. She does. Sure. She's smart, I will say. She She's is smart. Quick. She can do it. But yeah, I I mean, we all knew it. And that's what they said. They were like, we all knew it. Right. Like, this doesn't change anything regardless. But like, I think I think even Dolores at the end, she was like, well, thanks for admitting to it. Like, we'll take that. Yes. Okay, so last thing about Jersey. So at the end when they're having dinner... Jennifer, they're talking about Melissa and her mom not being invited to the wedding again. Yeah. Then it comes out of Jennifer's mouth, like, that Melissa's invited out of obligation. Yeah. And the hilarious thing to me is Jennifer doesn't backtrack and be like, oh, that's not how I meant it. She, like, doubles down on it. She did double down. And Teresa is kind of like, all right, Jen, shut up. Yeah. like, let me let talk. Me You're this. ruining this. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was maybe one of the rudest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how she like comes back or like defends that or I. That's definitely gonna be on the Watch What Happens Live. Can you defend it? <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's undefendable. I agree. I and you know now I'm thinking about it because Jennifer Aiden and Joe Gorga and Melissa. Got into like a brawl in uh, BravoCon last year. Really? I'm not saying it's over that, but maybe we're seeing the like oh. seeds being planted of interesting that yeah. whole thing going down. Yeah, I so, mean, I don't know. Well, that's Jersey. Okay, so Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I believe this is episode six. Yes. 
My first note on this was that Giselle really is just not nice to Pepsi. I was baffled by that whole thing. Like, even if, you know, you can't sympathize with him in that moment, like, I could see how he came off a little dramatic, whatever. But, like, she truly was like, I'm not apologizing to him. He's working for us. We're the guests in this house. He's not even staying here. I was like, do you hear yourself right now? Like, whether or not, like, you he is working for you or whatever, like, that does not give you the right to not care about somebody. Yes. And how they're feeling. Yes. So, yeah, I was baffled by thought. I thought that was a horrible look. I thought that, like, I don't know. I just, I I was shocked. It came off very entitled sounding and pretentious sounding. And that's not the way I would want to be represented. And all of those girls have attitudes. They all have personalities that are big. And yet they all sat there and realized in that moment they were like, yep, we're going to, like, tone it down because this is a human being and he's not a housewife and in the very least apologize whether you're going to tone it down or not be like i'm sorry you have to deal with us Mm -hmm. that's all you have to say Mm -hmm. like i really didn't like her confession where she was like pepsi's not cut out for this we need like a sprite or a coke i was like that was so demeaning yes i thought she yeah i think she thought it was gonna come off as like funny and shady yeah like no it was it was culturally demeaning to me not loving Giselle I don't think that a lot of people are loving Giselle right now based on what I'm reading people think that she you know is all the things that we just said and just really out of touch with kind of everything that's going on in the world right now yeah like maybe let's humble yourself a little bit yeah so then we go to Portia talking about Leah wanting like the social media aspect of the group but not being like a part of the group yeah when they're you know they're sitting at the table I thought Portia was being a little mean girl in the beginning where she was like bye Leah you know whatever she said yeah but then when she started explaining herself and her side of like you haven't made an effort with me Mm -hmm. and you haven't acted like you want to get to know me yeah so I'm not gonna tag you you're not a part of this group to me yeah I mean I still think it's a little like childish mean girl playground like you can't play with us but I uh, totally agree with her explanation on it that Leah is not making an effort she's completely acting like she doesn't want to be there so yeah I mean if that's the vibe you're getting from somebody, then why would you include them in the group if you just think they don't want to be included? Yes. Agreed. Leave her out. Yeah. That's what you wanted. Sorry, girl. Yeah. I'm Portia Bye, from Leah. Atlanta. And Bye, Leah. I don't, I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to, you know. Be real. Be real. And if we are friends, great. And if we're not, that's okay, too. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I agree that not, they don't all have to be best friends and all get along and, like, have the best relationships, but... It really does show in Leah that she's not even trying. So, yeah. And then the next day, they're supposed to go to the temple. And we see Leah, you know, get up from the table. And honestly, it was a little hilarious. Like, run through the house to her room to the bathroom to throw up. Which I understand when you have to throw up, like, you, you have to throw up. Yeah. 
But there wasn't another bathroom that was that my, was closer. That was my immediate thought when she when she first ran out, and then you see her go to the stairs, and I was like, "Is there not a bathroom on that floor?" Yes. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, and if you really got up, and she was like holding her mouth, like gagging. Yes. I'm like, you, you, if you truly are doing that, you are about to vomit. So, why are you running down three flights of stairs to your room? Yes, you. It's like when it's happening. It's pretty much happening. You probably have like maybe a a fifteen second buffer. Yeah, you're lucky. I think a lot of her stuff going on right now is for sure mental. Like, not saying she's not sick and something's not going on, but I think her like mental anxiety and just being like pessimistic about a lot of this stuff is weighing on her, and it's causing her to be sick. Because then she went to the ER, oh my gosh, and then she was like, I feel worse. Yeah. The nurse was like, I guess I'll go get the doctor. Gracious. <laughs> I don't know. And even the um, like paramedic EMT guy that came in was like, your blood pressure is fine. Your heart rate's fine. You don't have a fever. Like, if you truly something was wrong, something would be either elevated or low. Like, you'd either have low or high blood pressure. Your heart rate would be low or high. Like... Mm-hmm. You'd have, like, something would be up. And she had nothing. I don't know. I just, I think the dramatics are a lot with her still. She needs to eat some of that Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, go get your girl. Every day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny. Yeah. Okay, so we also had a nice moment towards the very end of the episode with Heather and Whitney. I know. I enjoyed that. I think, and it, it truly did feel like they were being sincere in it. It did. Yeah. Which I like because a lot of times they'll get drunk and say these things and the next morning they'll wake up and be like, I didn't mean any of that. But I truly think with both of them and they both, they both seemed very sincere. It wasn't just one. Like they both seemed very sincere in their love for each other and that they wanted to make things better. Yes. I was very happy to see it. I was also incredibly surprised because when we first saw the first three episodes I was saying I don't think they're gonna solve their problems on this trip yeah I think that's another problem for another day and then here they are having a very prominent moment and I'm like are they gonna solve their problems on this trip I think that they both because they have the issues at the beginning. They both were like, let's put this aside and just enjoy being with these people. And, like, we don't have to deal with this right now. And I think they just started having fun again together. And, like, they don't have all the Salt Lake people around them that are going to bring all these things up that are going on between them. And they could just finally enjoy each other again. And I think that brought the nostalgia back and the love back. And they were like, what are we doing? Oh, that's such a nice... I know. Summary of that. But you know what? Let's see if it lasts. Because when they go back to Salt Lake. I know. Lisa Barlow. Oh, gosh. And I love Lisa Barlow. I do too. But don't come between them. I know. Because I like Heather. And I like Whitney. And And I I like them together. I think they're very fun together. They are. They're funny. They're enjoyable to watch. They have good banters. I just, I like them. So I hope that that stays true. The last thing... That I have for Ultimate Girls Trip. I think it's called Tantric Dinner. Yeah. So I had never heard of Tantric before. Me either. Okay. Because then Giselle was explaining it to Pepsi, who had not heard of it either. And I was like, 
Wait, does Giselle not know this word? Because I don't know this word. Yeah, I mean, I'm even Googling it, and there's really not much. There's, like, tantric sensual dining experiences. The sexual awakening. So, I mean, I guess it's a thing, but I just, I feel like the only sexual word I think of with food is aphrodisiac. Uh Uh-huh. Not tantric. Yeah. So, like, an aphrodisiac dining dinner. Yeah, if they had said aphrodisiac, that probably would have clicked with me more yeah but maybe they're different like yeah in terms of talking about what they're defining I don't know yeah. but we all got a lesson in what tantric dining is yes. so yes now we know but I thought it was interesting I actually thought the dinner was nice because they ate at the house yeah which I think we haven't really seen them do yeah and that was fun mm-hmm. um for them to just be there the chef Gosh. I loved them talking about him, too. He's going to watch this. <laughs> I know. And literally probably not have heard any of this at all until now. And be like, he's mortified. his family that he's on this <laughs> show. And then this is what they're going to watch. And they're going to be like, oh, my gosh. How did you yeah. agree to the honor? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was funny. I mean, it, that tantric food really I guess got him going. Got him going. <laughs> yeah. But... When you talked about her moment on the show where her and Justin did, like, the painting thing Mm -hmm. and how it kind of led to him being fired and what happened after that and how she stayed with Real Housewives and now is making more money. She kind of dropped a bomb, and I don't know if I just didn't know this, but I didn't know that she had thought about leaving the show. I had not heard that either. I can imagine that was her initial reaction of, like, is what I'm doing No, but she said that the day they found out that he was fired was the day she was going to quit the show. So this was even before they knew he was fired because of it. Oh, he hadn't gotten fired? No, she, the way, and the way, well, and this was the way I took what she was saying was that the day he sat her down and told her, I've been fired, and the reason they told me was because of the show and everything that we did on it, mm-hmm. and it's a bad look for the company. She was going to quit the show that day before, and then she had to stay on it because oh. he got fired. No, see, I took it as he got fired, and she was like, what I'm doing on the show is oh. hurting our family. I'm going to quit. Okay. That, I that think makes that's what she meant. Yeah. But either way, she was considering quitting. Either way, she was considering quitting. But, and I love, I did appreciate how she, like, made it Justin's thing to, you know, lift her up and be like, no, you got to, like, stay on the show yeah. and be you versus, you know, probably the real reason of, like, if you quit. We have no income. What's our yeah. income right now? Yeah. So uh, you kind of got to stay. Yeah. And you got to be Well, better. and I'm sure there was a little bit of, you know, him also being like, we can't not be ourselves. Yes. But I'm I'm sure the majority of it was, no, we need this income. Them also going back through the, like, sexy scenes over the years. Oh, my gosh. how everybody... Oh, my gosh. The cringes. Joe and Teresa one? I was like, why are they showing... Joe and Teresa. I forgot about that one, too. But then as soon as they showed it, I, it jogged my memory. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because everybody always talks about Tamara and yeah, Eddie. That one and their scene. That's like the yeah. one that lives in, you know, infamy. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Then 
<laughs> hopefully everybody's learned just like, you know, don't film sexy scenes. Yeah. On a show. Agreed. And you'll probably be really happy with that decision. Yeah. So, you know, save the save the video for yourself if you really want to do something on the camera. Yeah. But I know there's two days left in Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do. Leah's still there. We, I thought we were going to get an update on her at the end. And yeah, they kind of left that. So I'm assuming that'll be the first thing we talk about in the next episode. Yeah. But I imagine she's going to leave. One, I don't think she wants to be there anyway. And then two, if she's really sick, then... She should go home. Yeah. Oh, not to go back into the other thing, but the uh, jersey when they were flying to Ireland and Danielle was the only one not in first class. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. That but I, like, she owned it. Like, she was fully like, economy, baby. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, she'll be flying people. first class next yeah, year. Yeah, next season. She'll have that income she'll from Bravo and... She'll be, she won't be economy anymore, baby. All right. Well, it's been another fun episode. It has. Talking about Jersey, talking about Ultimate Girls Trip, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.